This program is a proud member of Univaz. Unified, unique, voices. Learn more at univazpods.net. Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen, and so are you! And welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets gay. This is episode 218, and tonight, it is the most special night in a Scream Queen's life because it's time for another Friday the 13th Spectacular, and this time we're going to be talking about the 1986 movie April Fool's Day, and I'm going to be joined by that crazy California couple, Allison Nowacki and Brian Polk, but what's going to happen when Allison finds out that there are no boobs in April Fool's Day? Who will survive? And what will be left of them? Never mind. Shut up. Anyway, what's going on at Scream Queen's headquarters? All right. First of all, let's get it out of the way. Bum, bum, smoochy, watch. What's going on with that cat? Smoochie's gotten fat again. Now, those of you who have been listening for a while know that the past three months, four months, have been pretty horrific for me. First of all, I got robbed in January by my roommate. And then I was sick the entire month of February with the flu. And then in March, I was hospitalized with a staph infection, which has kept me pretty much quarantined since then. And in the interim, I, you know, Smoochie may not have been getting the best of attention because, you know, I'm sick. I don't want to move. I don't want to do anything. I hurt. I'm in pain. So I've just been throwing food at her to get her to shut up. And now I realized, oh, boy. She big again. And man, this swimsuit season right around the corner. I know there was a bikini she wanted to wear, and I ruined it. That's my fault. So we're going to be have to working towards getting that lady down to her slim 22-pound size because I'm pretty sure she's over 30 again. Fat kitty, what you going to do with that fat puss? We're just going to pet her and love her and feed her less. That's what we're going to do. Aside from that, not much has been going on here at Scream Queen's headquarters. As I've said, I've not been well, and I'm while I'm better, while my leg is better, I still had – I don't know. I can't get myself to go out and do stuff. Like I'm also kind of waiting for the axe to fall with my insurance. Like, yes, I was hospitalized for a week and had visiting nurse services here at the house, and I know I've got coverage, but I don't know how much of this is going to be coverage. So I'm kind of stockpiling cash, knowing that I'm going to be hit with some kind of financial bomb. But as a result, I'm being really boring and lame, and it's getting super depressing. So I'm going to be breaking out of that mold out of this now that I'm recording the show for real again. This will inspire me to get out and do stuff because I have nothing to talk about to you guys right now. The only really funny thing that happened is that last week, I'm like, well, I feel ugly. I feel lame. I've lost too much weight. I feel skinny and gross, and my hair is terrible. I'm going to color my hair. I'm going to bring back cinnamon. And if you don't know who cinnamon is, I just can't help you right now. You're going to have to go back and find it somewhere. If you know who it is. It's a big time. It's a big time or excitement when cinnamon's back in town. Am I right, kids? Of course I'm right. But I didn't get 
the right hair dye. They didn't have my color, so I bought a cheaper brand, and my hair and my beard wound up this unnatural, unholy color that was kind of like a fluorescent version of that dust you get at the bottom of, of a Doritos bag with some pink thrown in, and I'm pretty sure that if I threw a black light on it that it would have glowed. And I thought, okay, maybe it'll be better after a day or two. No, it kept getting worse and worse and worse. And the thing is, you know, I'm a super white person. You know, I'm pretty much, you know, the color of loose leaf paper. And so there are certain colors one of this complexion cannot wear. You can't really wear orange and you can't really wear yellow because your skin just reflects that. So my skin started reflecting the color of this beard and all of a sudden my face looked like it was day glow orange pink. I said, this is not acceptable. I look like a crazy alien person from that Witch's Night Out cartoon that I reviewed with Doug Shapiro over Halloween. This is not acceptable. So I shaved it all down to the porn stash. The porn stash is the only thing that was savable. So here we are. That's literally the most exciting thing that's happened to me over the past month. Well, actually, that's not true. I did get out to go see some theater. My friend Ken from high school is the stage manager of Once on This Island on Broadway right now. And I loved that show back in the 90s. And he knew I was six. He got me super cheap house seats to see the show. So I took Mr. Brad and we had a great time. It's a wonderful show. If you're in New York, this is the show to see. Fuck dear Evan Hansen. Fuck waitress fuck this is the one that is amazing i love this show it's just pure joy and magic it's this uh tale set in the caribbean it's uh caribbean folklore and magic and voodoo and the gods and the 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 voodoo gods are testing a young girl's the strength of a young girl's love against the power of death itself and it's a wonderful adventure and the guy uh the 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 gal who plays the death demon it's absolutely terrifying and it was fantastic but what was interesting and kind of sad, no, it was sad. I wound up crying the whole show, but happy crying because for some reason, something about this brought back my mentors, my gay mentors, Bob and Tom, you know, the older gay couple who took me under their wing and taught me how to be a proper homosexual in this new world, new world. taught me my history and taught me the culture and taught me the camp and taught me the humor and taught me everything I needed to know. They, they're gone. No, they didn't make it to the AIDS cocktail days. Um, and they were super present during that show for me, which is weird. They had no association with it. I didn't see it with them. We didn't run around singing it, but I just felt them very, very strongly. And given that the moral of the story is that the people that we've loved and that we've lost live on through the stories that we tell, and that's why we tell these stories. Whatever stories we tell, just to, to bring those who've gone before back for a little while and it seemed really appropriate and the thing is after the show Ken the stage manager's like hey you want to come backstage and meet Leah Salonga who was in the show you know you know Miss Saigon you know Austin, you know Tony Winter you know recording guys and I was like I can't and I'm crying but the thing that was really cool Mr. Brad was really fascinated by this because this is in the round now and before the show opens you know they, they everybody's mulling around the stage and it's like a beach you know there's a sand it's like little you know beach community and there's you know there's a live goat on stage and there's some live chickens and well oh this is great and it's cool and we're looking out oh, the chickens really cool and then before the show starting you know they're they're clearly winding up it's good so so see people from the cast starting to go around picking stuff out of the out of the sand and Bradford goes oh they're picking up all the poop they're picking up all that chicken and goat poop 
And he was right. And I'm just thinking, that is fantastic. I am getting paid $3,000 to perform on Broadway and pick up goat poop in front of an audience. That is living the life, kids. That's pretty much all I got for now. So, it is time to end this period of depression and non-activity for me by kicking off the most exciting day of the Scream Queens year. We're going to start the next section. We're going to bring on Allison and Brian, and we're going to talk about April Fool's Day because we've got some celebrating to do. So for those of you who have been listening to the show for a while, you know that when a Friday the 13th pops up on the calendar, it means a very special event is going to be happening here on the Scream Queens Horror Podcast because... As it was originally proposed, I am very, very old. So I got to see all the Friday the 13th movies in the theater. So whenever a Friday the 13th popped up on the calendar, I would do the next movie in the series. And not only would I talk about the movie, I would talk about the crazy experiences that happened seeing these movies as a kid, a way too young kid, and you know the 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 impact it had on my life, and like how we were ostracized by all the other families on the block because I dragged other kids to see it. Anyway, I became that kid, the kid that the other kids had to stay away from. Anyway, but the thing is, since we've been doing this show for so long, I've run out of Friday the Thirteenth movies, right? So what do you do when a Friday the Thirteenth pops up on the calendar? We can't just not celebrate. So what I've been working on is. Instead of doing a Friday the 13th movie, I will do a movie that people involved in the Friday the 13th franchise made. So that's where we are right now. And just in case you weren't aware, this event has a name. When a Friday the 13th pops up on the calendar, what do we call it, kids? Say it with me. We call it the Friday the 13th Spectacular! Now, for those of you who have not been here for one of these before, you're probably going, what the fuck was that? What the hell music was that? And I say, listen, it's... My goddamn spectacular, and if I want to play Hawaiian War Chants to celebrate it, then I'm going to do it. And I just did it. Say what, say what, say what, say what, say what, say what, say what. So, the movie that I have chosen features not only the producer of many, many, many Friday the 13th movies, as well as the Friday the 13th TV series, but the star of one of the, one of the most beloved stars of the series, Miss Amy Steele, and the movie we're talking about is April Fool's Day. So we're doing double duty because we just had April Fool's Day on the calendar and now we have the Friday the 13th on the calendar. So it's like a double whammy. And stop talking, Patrick, and let's take a listen to the trailer and bring on Allison and Brian. Paramount Pictures cordially invites you for a weekend getaway at the party to end all parties. This is the craziest party that could ever be. April Fool. Welcome to my home. And lifestyles of the rich and undeserving. Wrong. Cheers. Join April. 
privileged guests who are just dying <laughs> to have fun. What is this, the bridal suite? You like it? The ladies. I find it useful. Right. The gentlemen. <laughs> we, we, we did, on the first date. The young. Well, basically, I possess a, an essential lack of seriousness. And the restless. You are such a jerk. Everyone is having such a good time. It's scary. Something wrong? You were dead. Radio is blasting. Someone's knocking at the door. I'm looking in my room. She passed out the door. Nikki! I'll see you in the hole. I have never seen it before. Don't know what it is. I don't want to see it. April Fool's Day. Get ready to party till you drop. And joining me for their second visit for the Friday the 13th Spectacular are two of my favorite returning guests. He's a collar up, she's a collar down, and they both fuck on the first date. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Brian Pope and Allison Nowak. Yeah. Huzzah. Huzzah. <laughs> Two of us are back. I don't know why you keep asking us to be on, but we'll keep coming. I know you amuse me. Here's the thing. I, I, <laughs> when I was in the hospital last month is when it dawned on me that there was a Friday the 13th in April. Yeah. And so I'm hepped up on morphine and I panicked. And I'm like, I need guests now. Like it was happening. <laughs> Then. Who has nothing else going on with their lives? Oh, Allison and Brian. Brian. Who's, yeah. always, oh, who's always really easy to schedule? Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. Not like was, not- I, was, was I collared down and Brian collar up? I believe you were collared down. Okay. Just making sure because there's no popped collars here for me. <laughs> okay. Not one popped collar. Okay. Just bonus. Just making, yeah. <laughs> just making sure. Just, just making sure. Popping bonus. Yeah, so I just panicked. I'm like, I got to get people on the, on the, on the schedule right now. I'm like, okay, all right. Well, this works. It works. It's cool. And then I thought, <laughs> then, of course, there was the, the, the problem. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Allison's mad at me. Oh, we're not oh. friends anymore. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I picked this, I was like, well, okay, well, obviously this, you know, is part of the uh, Friday the 13th Spectacular. Now that I've covered all the movies in the series, I cover movies that have been made by people who made the original series. In this case, producer Frank Mancuso, who worked on everything from, I believe, two part two through part seven, and was a producer of Friday the 13th, the TV series, and it also stars Amy Steele, the beloved star of Friday the 13th, part two. And I said, great, perfect, and it's a chance to make up for that other shitty April Fool's Day movie. Oh, yeah. That I gave them, because also with Tide, I'm like, hey, it's, we got April Fool's Day happening, and Friday the 13th right on top of each other. This is the perfect choice. I'll get these two back on. And then I forgot that there was a key stipulation in Allison's contract. <laughs> it's in my writer. <laughs> that there be boobs. Always. If there are no boobs, there's no Allison. This is very clear. Um, I make it very clear. And yet you showed up today. Um, well, I was lied to. <laughs> Allison- I sat through this movie. And I was very specifically texted three out of four 
ladies show their boobs. I was I was guaranteed seventy five percent boobs. You know how many boobs I got? How many did you get? Zero. Zero boobs. Zero boobs. Allison? April Fools! (laughs) (laughs) You son of a bitch! You did it again! (laughs) But based on the rules of Slaughter High, since I've done it afternoon (laughs) on April Fools Day, I'm the fool. It doesn't count! I was all ready with my mug of boob ready hot cocoa. I <laughs> to settle in for some some April Fool. Wait, this, Very this is specific, that, wait, this a specific f- brand of cocoa for boobs? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, Swiss Miss with That's... the big titty girl on the front. <laughs> you got to get the extra large Actually, marshmallows. I was going to say, none of these teeny marshmallows. No, no. None of those, none of those itty bitty marshmallows. Big jiggly marshmallows. Go. For 80s boobs, let's do this. Not a single 80s boobs. And you know what? You're actually wrong. I realized watching it this time, there are boobs. Where? Where? On the ferry. When Chaz is talking to Nan about Paradise yeah. Lost and she asks what he's reading. He flips over a porno mag and there is one seggy titty on the right of that porno mag. <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> it does count because what you don't know is that second titty belongs to Dame Judy Dench. <laughs> <laughs> That's a classic boob. What you don't know is that boob actually belongs to Biff Tannen from 1989. <laughs> Future boobs. He's in this movie. Yes, he is. <laughs> no, I love this. I love that. I, I liked him. I liked him. Uh-huh. That was a nice surprise. Okay, so before we go any further, of course the movie we're talking about is April Fool's Day from 1986. You guys know the drill. You have 30 seconds to give me an elevator speech plot summary of the movie starting now. Go. Random friends of Muffy get on a weird boat, go to a weird island to her weird house, and crazy murders happen. Okay, that's really basic, but sure, why not? Yeah, I mean. Well, yeah, it's a pretty basic movie. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> or is it? I've hmm. never seen a movie I thought felt so empty. Yeah. There's just so much of this movie where I'm like, why am I watching this movie? There's nothing compelling. They're not. They're they're kind of dicks, but they're not big enough dicks to make me like, oh, I hate that guy, and I can't believe he's picking on him. I just, it just. It seems like nothing is happening for 75% of this movie. I was confused because when they're getting on this crazy, like, freight boat, it's not even, like, a fancy boat to be well, going to, a, like... a ferry. It's, it's a, a ferry. Yeah, it's, like, it's not even, like, a cool ferry. It's really, like, a cargo freight, let's be honest. <laughs> like, um, But, like, they're sitting there like, oh, yeah, we kind of don't know each other, but some of us do, but some well, of us don't, we, but we all know Muffy. Oh, everybody knows Muffy. Everybody knows Muffy. But it's, like... Muffy gets around. Really? Muffy does get around. And then it's like, wait, but then do they know each other? They all acted like they knew each other. Some of them did, but obviously, like, Hal and Nan met her in college. Uh-huh. And I think mm-hmm. the rest were high school friends. And they didn't know Skip. And nobody knew Skip. Yeah, nobody knew yeah. Skip. Mm-hmm. As well as your basement, nobody should know anybody named Skip. Hey, I have a cool cousin named Skip. Is Nick his last name, name Malou? <laughs> <laughs> Hi, I'm Skip so, Maloo. Awesome. <laughs> but they're on this boat, right? Like, so that we just jump right into getting onto this creepy ferry boat, Pretty right? Much, yep. And okay, there's your there, the, the, you got your classic like '80s cool guy with his yep. his 
blazer sleeves rolled up recording. Chaz. Chaz. Chaz Clayton Roner, who, by the way, was an early crush. Oh, oh, I can see it. I and I told him it. so at a horror hat weekend, like at three in the morning. At the oh. boss was like, "You're right, Clayton. I just want to do it. And no, shush, shut. No, shush, shush. No, no, walk away. It was not okay. <laughs> what did he say to that? I didn't get pepper spread. <laughs> I consider that a win. <laughs> And there's Biff Tannen. Yeah. Biff Tannen. Good Chicago boy. Biff Arch. Tannen. Is he? Tom, yeah, he's from Chicago. Um, Th- Tom Wilson? Is yeah, that Tom name? Wilson. Tom Wilson, uh, best known as Biff Tannen. Oh, yeah. Um, and then other archetypal randos. You got the one that's like the nerdy girl, the one that... Oh, uh, Nan? Yeah. The prude? Yeah, they got the prude that reads all the books. Like, the girls are very hollow. Half of the time, I couldn't tell them apart. But, <gasps> that could be, but I also have They were blonde they Aryan goddesses. <laughs> Yeah, like <laughs> they don't accept. Just, excuse me, this is Muffy's Island. They don't accept brunettes there. Okay, there is one brunette, and that's Muffy. It was Muffy. There can yeah. be no other brunette. Everyone else must be gorgeous Muffy. Aryan blue-eyed women. Oh my gosh, I kept, I kept being like, is that the only one I knew for sure was the the book girl because she had a headband on. Yeah, Nan. And then it took me until right before she got killed to learn Nikki's name. Oh, Nikki. <laughs> I'm like, right. They say it all the names like right at the beginning and then don't refer to them at all for like the next half hour. I was <laughs> like, it. who is that again? I, I'm just calling that guy Biff Tannen. <laughs> yeah, this guy's Biff. He was actually really good. Like I hadn't seen a lot of stuff that – because I know he does a lot of voice acting and stuff like yeah, that too. Uh-huh. But I hadn't seen a lot of his acting work before, uh, you know, Back to the Future. I, I only know two other things that he's even been in. Yeah. Um, and one, he was the really racist guy on the Hughleys. Okay. Yeah, and they, at the end of it, they made a point like, Tom Wilson's a nice guy, not like this racist. Totally not a racist. And he plays the best friend in a movie. I can't remember the name of it, but it's uh, Steve, Steve Odenkirk's mm-hmm. uh, first movie, and Jim Carrey's also in it. But he plays the concerned best friend, and you're so used to him being Biff Tan, and you're like, who is this concerned guy? Oh, so that was after that was, Back to the Future? Yeah, it was after Back to the Future. Okay. So okay. It, he hasn't done much that you see him on the camera, but it's always good to see Tom Wilson. I thought he was lovely in this. Oh, yeah, he was fun. And to be fair, I thought all the gentlemen were lovely in this. I liked Chaz. Uh-huh. I liked I liked the Richie, wait, wait, not, not Harvey, not, Hal. Not Hal, yeah. Not Harvey, Hal, yeah. Not Harvey, Hal. So, I liked him. Okay. Um, I thought he was you know, stereotypical, but at least f- fully drawn, I suppose. Uh huh. Um, and then is there another? And then and then the, Rob. the skip. Skip and then I was gonna say and then Rob the blank man. Yeah, Rob. I wasn't sure if it was hey, is Rob he like or Rod. the hero. Like, is he supposed <laughs> to be the hero? And I totally forgot him. I don't understand. Well, you know, he's he's well, his he's he's kind of bland, but he's got those oh, yeah. he's got those white panties. Yeah, yes. <laughs> then he walked around in for like 15 minutes. That makes him stand out for some of us more than others. Tidy white. And for the life of me, I can't remember his girlfriend's name. That would be Kit. Kit. And the thing is, I re- I'm, re- I'm interested in hearing that you, since you guys have not seen the movie before and you're not super duper horror fans, that I went into this, of course, knowing and loving Amy Steele, who plays Kit. Ah. And therefore, I always knew, you know, I wasn't confusing her with the other girls. <laughs> At least there was that one. There was Kit, <laughs> Amy Steele. At least you knew me. I was just like, 
blonde girl number one, blonde girl number two. <laughs> Which one banged Chaz? I don't know. That was a really weird sexual position. That was Nikki. Was that Nikki? <laughs> yeah. That was Nikki. That was a pretty weird sexual position. There were, really, like, I, I, have, I have watched that scene many, many times. I have gone back over that scene many, many times. There are too many limbs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the amount of people. Cramped. Very, like, cramped. <laughs> that are in that scene. And like I said, I mean, I knew about this movie going in because of Fangoria magazine. And there were three movies coming out at the same time with the title April Fool's Day. And now we've talked about two of them. (laughs) Yeah. Are you going to save the third one for us too? Nah, the third one I don't even like at all. Oh, okay, okay, cool. Yeah, the other one's called Killer Party, and I know I'm just going to get a ton of shit from that, but I, it was one of those ones that got oh. it got lost in editing hell forever, and then the censors got to it, and by the time I saw it, I was like, ugh. Because, of course, I know from Fangoria all the gore shots. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when you watch the movie, I said, where's the gore shots? Of course, when I was sitting – I saw this in the movie theaters with my mom. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Because I was 15. <laughs> nice. And I couldn't get in on my own, so I went with my mom. And I remember being rather disappointed for a good part of it. I was enjoying it. I'm enjoying the Agatha Christie murder mystery style of it over the usual slasher aspect that you would get in a movie like this. But I'm thinking, oh man, the censors got to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they have cut everything. Oh man. That's always disappointing, or isn't it? When it's like Did they? <laughs> you had such a good thing or did they? Uh-huh. You want to hope that they did cuz then at least there was a good movie going into it. Well, no, I because still say we do it, Patrick, cuz you have a lot of knowledge and let's just make this a Patreon reward. <laughs> what? Complete the trilogy. Oh, okay, there, fine. We'll complete the trilogy with you. Fine, fine. We'll do it. We'll do Killer Party. Fine. We'll round it all out. Um, okay. <laughs> Wait, are there boobs in Killer Party? I don't know. I don't. Rem- it's been a long time. I don't think so. I'm, I'm not getting fool me once. Shame on me. <laughs> fool me twice. Shame on me. Yeah, I'm the boob now. Yes. The only boob you see is me. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, but uh, I didn't know if this movie was supposed to be scary though. Like I wasn't. You said that about halfway through. Yeah, I'm like, is this movie supposed to be scary? Because the first quarter of the movie is kind of like pranks. Yeah, it's a deliberate choice that we're making a Porky-style comedy. Exactly. Yeah, and we've only seen, like, one bad thing happen, and that was to the fairy hand on the ferry when he got smashed. Fairy hand? (laughs) That's a boat hand. Oh, my God, he dropped, and his wand got crushed. (laughs) (laughs) He was helping the fairy man on the ferry. I don't know what they're called. I thought... You said fairy man. What, Doug... I believe he means ferryman for people who are about, like, how dare you assume his sexuality just because he works in a boat? Not what I'm saying at all. Ferryman. <laughs> you know? You're saying ferryman. Was his name Buck? His name, was, his Buck, name was Buck. Which I found out near the end of the movie. Yeah, because they kept saying Buck, Buck. Don't worry about Buck. Yeah. Uh, but I thought, so, so we're on the boat, right? We're on the boat. And this is where kind of the porky style hijinks happen. Yeah. Skip and Biff Tannen start playing some kind of, like, knife game. I've called never... Stretch. Called Stretch. And I guess you, like, throw the knife on the ground and you have to try to stretch and get the knife. Without falling over, get yeah. it, great. If not, I don't know what happens. But Biff kept losing. And he was like, oh, I don't want to play anymore. And Skip's like, ah, two out of three. And he's like, no, I said no. And he goes to, like, toss the knife down. And it goes right into Skip's 
Tommy, oh my gosh. Come on, man, just one more. Double or nothing. Yeah, enough's enough. What, 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 are you scared? Hey, I said give it a rest. Or he's hurt and he falls backwards on the boat and all the boys, except for Chaz, go like jumping in to try to save him. And that's when you find out it was an April Fool's prank. (laughs) We got him! (laughs) Yeah, did we nail him? Ha ha ha, April Fool's. Very funny. What the hell is wrong with you guys? Ah, you wacky kids. And I was like, oh, okay, I see where we're going with this. So then when, um, of course, in these movies, every, like, funny thing you do to your friends needs to have a consequence, Mm -hmm. a la, like, I know what you did last summer, like, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things. Like, something bad needs to happen. So as Brian was referencing the ferryman, the 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 bosun buck, the the buck bosun, the ferry hand, is what I called it. (laughs) <laughs> he gets he's trying to like lasso up the boat because that's a technical term lasso the, up yeah from the water which is dumb but he gets smashed the boat keeps coming closer him, and he gets smashed in between the dock and the boat and he comes up and he's like eyeballs like popping out and i was like oh my goodness Now he's going to be the killer because he's mad at these kids. That's where I thought this was going to go. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, he's uh, he's uh, the, 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 the boat captain. He's all mad. And they get the attention of the police guy, the water police. And he comes. <laughs> the water police. <laughs> and he gives them. <laughs> Arthur Curry. Uh, I'm going to arrest you for evaporating without a license. I'm the water police. <laughs> Wait, 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 wait. Water police. Freeze. <laughs> so the cop gives the, the the ferry boat captain and Buck his boat to take Buck straight to the hospital. And the policeman's like, oh, I got to take your boat, Muffy. Mm-hmm. Later. Muffer. Have fun on this island in your mansion with your friends with no boat. All right, way off the island. And we get to their house, and their house is like, you know, a rich person's house. I don't know. I was just like, yeah, okay, so they're going to go hang out with their rich friend, Muffy. All right. On a clear night, you can see the Kennedys. Oh, they did say that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you On clear days, you can go see quite the Kennedys. <laughs> since, so since, I didn't know what I, I was up, supposed oh, to feel. Okay, I understand. Like, I understand. Uh, oh, yeah, since but, I grew up on Long Island, I've adapted that phrase to, on a clear day, you can see the Buttafucos. <laughs> little bitch shot me in the face sorry we're back now so you didn't know how you were supposed to feel I get that if you didn't know that it was a mystery comedy so that's one of the things I like about it is that it plays with you for a while like it's it's all fun and games and I kind of like how the movie turns like the April Fool's Day jokes yes. that are really funny aren't so funny anymore right Yeah. and I want right. that chair I guess maybe some some incidental music would have helped the feel of yeah. both parts, the horror part and the comedy part, uh-huh. but there's just nothing. Maybe uh-huh. some kind of April Fool's montage was like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, what, what Playing the acne sax. Yeah, a little yakety sax in there. I don't know. What are you looking for? I, I, at least something, because there's like nothing. <laughs> this there's be- only two songs in the entire movie. That's true. 
Can I just say the running theme between these two movies? Exploding smokables. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. When that happened, I said, when, I, when that part where we're, um, what's his name? Harv is smoking one of the Hal. stolen cigars. Hal, sorry. And it explodes. I said, see? See, Allison? Remember from like a year ago when we talked about this? It's a thing. Remember? Here's the running theme. Exploding smokables. That... that- explosion on that cigar i was waiting forever to happen i know <laughs> as soon as he picked up the cigar he's like ah, it's gonna explode why isn't that cigar exploding why is that cigar not exploding? i don't need to see another lame fountain explode on a girl i need to see that cigar goddamn explode in hell's fucking face it took minutes minutes longer than i had minutes longer than you had yeah it's called suspense oh suspense with a cigar uh-huh. But but I liked it. I liked all. I liked the the, the April foolery, and mm-hmm. then people start to die. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the thing. Mm-hmm. Skip all goes and dies, like under the boathouse or mm-hmm. whatever. Because he's being all poopy pants. He's like oh, I killed the man. Is he's actually having the only reaction you should be having? Everybody else is like, so who are we gonna bone? So yeah, who are we gonna bone? <laughs> let's let's make weenie jokes. Well, what I thought was weird was like Skip was like, I almost killed a guy. And then he was like, but my dad doesn't love me. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, what, which one are we doing here? Well, are you I figured at that point he's like really or? drunk. He's that drunk guy at that point where everything bad is going to be out. And he's, he's stuck with poor <laughs> Nan. Nan, I, I like Nan. I wish she gets kind of the shit shrift of this movie. Yeah, but Perfect, we do get Perfectly see. attractive but, woman. Everyone's like, ew, Nan's gross. Ew, ew, she wears like. <laughs> Crocheted sweaters. Ew, she's gross. Yeah, yeah. That was the closest thing to boobs you got to see. Yeah, though. I was hoping for like a little gust of wind <laughs> to like blow it open a little bit, or like, or, or, or you know, when one of those your know, wacky faucets went off, all of a sudden somebody's t-shirt was like, oh, my breast. Oh, something. Yeah, so many miss boob opportunities, miss boob opportunities, <laughs> as I like to call them. Missed opportunities. Missed opportunities. Ah, there we go. There we go. <laughs> that one's better. Yeah, we're getting um, everything set up, and like they even reference at one point, they open up the uh, dining room doors, and everybody's place, everyone's got a place card and a little dolly next to them, and somebody even says it's just like an Agatha Christie, which is exactly what this movie is playing with. Of course, yes. And then there were none, so it, you know it's all a <laughs> deliberate choice, and, which is another one of my favorite movies and mm. books and things. And I, I want that chair. <laughs> I want Biff's wacky chair. Oh, the one that keeps falling over. Yeah. It's a lawsuit waiting to happen, but I want it. Oh, man. I forgot about that chair. He, Biff would keep falling, leaning back, and the back two legs would like fold under, and he would fall back, and then the chair would right itself and sit yeah. back up again. That was cool. There, I want to make that. There was one at the dining table, and then one up in his room as well. Yeah. Uh-huh. His, his spanking chair. Yeah. He's like, I'm he about to rub it. one out and have some sexy t- but jink, no. <laughs> oh, sucks to be you, Biff Tannen. But they were like your typical April Fool's prank. There was like a dribble glass. Oh, the dribble glass that was full of something that smelled like Ripple. Uh-huh. <laughs> what the fuck is Ripple? Both me and Allison were like, I... I oh, Ripple, Ripple, Ripple's, like, hobo wine. Oh, oh Okay. <laughs> I thought they said Red Bull, and I said that can't be right. <laughs> no, Red Ripple, Ripple. No, it is bargain basement wine. Ripple. Yeah, gotcha. it's it's probably like wine product. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of that. Yeah, I don't even think they make it anymore. <laughs> now the bums all just drink Thunderbird. 
Uh huh. What's the word? Thunderbird. Thunderbird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm laughing too much. Uh-huh. All right. So, are we going to start talking about these killings? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Skip gets killed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, I also, what by a- the way, I also, by the way, have that the clock. I have that Kit Kat clock. <gasps> I have the oh, yellow yeah. Kit Kat clock that lights up. Except I can't get its eyes to work properly, so one's always like. <laughs> He's <laughs> got a little wonky eye. Uh-huh. <laughs> a little wonky eye. Can't, can't it goes back. Th- it like goes to. It goes back and forth. Like one goes left to right. The other one goes diagonally. It's all fucked up. But I figure that's totally perfect for my life. <laughs> <laughs> now you just need to hang hang a poster of a sea captain in front of it with the eyes cut out. How do you all know right. I don't? How do you know I don't have that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should never assume when it comes to Patrick. Yeah. So. Yeah, Skip has been like poopy pants and he's avoided dinner and he's avoiding everybody. He's just walking around being drunk and he goes off to the boathouse and he has a cat scare, which I hate. <laughs> I hate cat scares. Stupid cat. <laughs> There's a great, I think it's a funnier die video that talks to the guy who's, it's his job to throw cats in horror movies. <laughs> yeah, it's my job, the cat thrower guy. But so then, yeah, Skip, Skip disappears. Hmm? And the next day... Kit and Robert start to get it on in the boathouse. And she grabs his skip. She grabs What's his, that? She grabs his peener. Oh yeah, she grabs his junk like hardcore. Aggressively. Uh-huh. Yeah. Guys don't like that though, right? He Not you usually. know what? He seemed he didn't seem to have a problem with it. He liked it. He was also getting paid to be there. <laughs> but he was also you know what but he's just like man 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 my counselor man 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 she's like wake up <laughs> Let's do it. In this We're in the boathouse. I'm gorgeous. It's bum bum gorgeous and blonde and airy. I'm fucking Amy Steele. I'm about to bone you. Get in. Get your head in the game. Get your head in my pussy. <laughs> and this is when I looked over at Allison. I saw that gleam in her eyes. Like did it, 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 Such a such an emotional roller coaster. But you did not see any titty. We saw dead skip under the boathouse in a boat. Badly looking dead Skip. Like, did not fool me. You did not fool me, April Fools. That didn't look like a real dead person. That was not good. Allison, but double, he was like, uh, Allison moonlights as a mortician. FYI, I do. You don't. You don't know me. You don't know how I hustle here in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. <laughs> she specializes in boobs. Yeah, I specialize in boobs. The face is waxy, but her tits look amazing. <laughs> oh, she got the no wacky treatment. Oh. <laughs> Instead of like wrestling with the Dave Meltzer stars, it's just like Elsa no wacky. Oh yeah, but one of the things one of the things that I should also point out is before all this goes on, intermixed intermixed with all these wacky pranks that are having, the guests are finding mean spirited little snippety things in their room. Yeah, some of them. So Find some S and M equipment. Uh, baby crying on a loop on a tape. Um, some uh, newspaper cutouts about car accidents. Uh, some some heroin. Oh, I forgot about the heroin. Yeah. yeah. Was so there was the baby crying uh-huh. that was obviously like sh- like was it Nan? She was got Nan. really upset about it. She was like, "You did that to hurt me." So I'm assuming she had like a miscarriage or put a baby up for adoption. She had an abortion. Or- 
or abortion. Yeah. Yeah. So I assumed, I assumed that. But like the car accident, like, are we supposed to assume that like Hal killed somebody in a car accident? Uh-huh. And then the heroin, are we supposed to assume that that person's like a drug addict? Uh-huh. Or a former drug addict? Is that uh-huh. what we're supposed to assume? I, uh, the whole thing sure. is that it's, it's, these are your friends and you know their secrets. Uh, but we I didn't get to so see any sure of that. that. Just based on, I had spent the end of the movie, I wasn't so sure if those were deliberately planted or... Because the only one that's called out is the one. Planted. Yes. There's only one called out. There's no, like, hidden dark secret of, like, someone doing smack in a like covered anywhere in the yeah. house like uh-huh I, well I biff know. gets th- taken out before he can deal with his and, and you, you know <laughs> that you know I, I i just know that if allison was there like her dress it would just all be dildos it'd be like a drawer full of dildos and she'd be like <laughs> except she'd be running around going hey everybody <laughs> surprise it's a dildo you get a dildo you get a dildo <laughs> Dildos for everybody let's do dildo <laughs> puppet shows <laughs> <laughs> Well, I did find the one place that, like, giving a dildo as a gift is not appropriate. I was at a baby shower oh, yesterday. Oh, yes. You, that was a big faux pas, Not appropriate. Allison. Someone gave a dildo at a baby shower? No, I didn't. <laughs> I, stuff I, it I, back I, in. Stuff it back in. Don't let it come out. Stuff, stuff it back in. Stuff it back in. Oh, I'm so sorry for you. Here's a dildo. <laughs> uh, wow. But but they did at the baby shower ask us to like one of the games you have to play, which Ugh. God, I hate. Uh. I hate this total side rant. But they had one of the games was name as many songs with the word baby in it uh-huh. as you can. And of course, the first one I think of is hit me, baby, one more time. Uh-huh. And I'm like, Not I can't write that babies. down. I can't write that down. It's it, the title sounds like it's I'm going to hit a baby. <laughs> And then I couldn't think of anything else because they only gave like, us like shake, a minute to write them down. Then you like shake, baby, shake. No, that's no good. <laughs> shake, baby, shake. But like some people were like, oh, I was like, I got one more. I got that Justin Bieber, baby, baby, baby. Oh, that's the only other Did one I could write down, of. my baby love. Oh, you would, I would have been good at this my game. My baby love. <laughs> Y'all got a free show. But I got those, but I got one because I could, didn't have the hard to write down. Hit me, baby. One more time. <laughs> And then I couldn't remember, is that the full title, or is it just one more time? I, Let's I, hit me, baby, parentheses one more time. Is it? Uh, wow, Brian. Wow. I don't even know if that's true. Well, I know I'm taking you to see Britney in Vegas. For uh, that's okay. Well, I'm so sorry I can't come now. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to go to Brian's birthday party in Las Vegas, but I can't go because I got sick. No. Yeah, I because I'm still waiting for the medical bills to ruin my life. Jeez. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I'm covered, yeah. but I don't know how covered covered means. Right. Yeah. You never yeah. know now. Are we talking about me? No, we're talking about this movie. So all the boys go looking for uh, missing Skip. Yeah. Like it's like, it's like three no days one, later, and they no realize one believes he's gone. He's really no, it's dead. It's the next day, and this is one of the things I appreciate too. That this is one of the few movies that people figure out something's wrong immediately. Respectable young Quaker couple returning. Quiet afternoon of nonviolent sex. Where's Skip? Anybody seen him? Who wants to know? God damn it! Can't you just give me a straight answer? We just saw him down at the boathouse. He was just behind a boat. He wasn't moving. He looked dead. Unless he was joking. Well, I don't. Skip. I saw his face, Chaz. Look, has anybody seen him since last night? Jesus Christ! Well, we'll look for him. I'll go with you. Come on, I'm coming too. Well, that is true. That never happens. People are always like, well, I'm just going to go over to, you know, you know, whatever. Somebody's missing, I don't care. 
I'm going to go take my clothes off over here. I'm but, sorry, Allison. I don't mean to rub salt in your wounds. <laughs> <laughs> Had they not figured it out, there would have been tits aplenty. <laughs> there there should have been. Gosh darn it. Now, now, while they do figure out something's wrong, they're not smart enough to stick together as a team as they start they going. Split up. Well, that was they, Biff, that was Biff's idea. He pays the price. Uh huh. He does. He gets stuck in a trap with a crazy snake. Tree and he gets taken up and we I guess that's how he dies. Right. Tree snake. We see him <laughs> death by tree snake. He's approached by a shadowy figure and that's it. Yeah, we don't actually get to see like any, so in my mind tree snake. Tree snake. <laughs> tree snake. And then they're all who else was they were in the uh, the uh, who else died? Everybody. There was another. There was another one there <laughs> before the well. Well, yeah. that's the. Thing. We don't see anything about that murder happening. No, we don't. It's a surprise. It's a surprise when that one happens. And that, that well scene is one of my favorite scenes in horror cinema. The, the well? The well scene. So, all right. I think Wait, it's, I think. Okay. Explain yourself. <laughs> I think the well scene is an excellent exercise in tension. Well, I'll agree with that. All right, let, let's, let's back it up. Let's explain. All of a sudden, there's no water in the house. Yes, they, di- they turn on the faucet and diarrhea comes out. Oh, the main. It's probably broken. There's no water? What's happening? There's no water. What? It happens sometimes. But there's still the well. Jesus, I'll go. Just point me in the right direction. Uh, not, not without me. Yes. And everybody's so, like, no, I don't want to spend the rest of the weekend with diarrhea water. So somebody needs to go out to the well. Uh-huh. Muffy says, go to the well, get some water from the well. And so Hal and Nikki go to the well. Mm-hmm. And the bucket breaks on the water bucket. And then Nikki drops a flashlight into the well. Because she's a girl. <laughs> oh, it's so heavy. Oh, oh. I don't care about this. Uh, I wasn't even sure what she was doing because she like she was <laughs> had her back to the well yeah. and she was just kind of like held it over her head like oh yeah whatever. Well, I'm sorry. Is- I, 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 personally, I would have just hit him with the flashlight after Hal had told me, you know, I just really want to plow your field. I uh, I know you think I'm a hick, but I'd like to change your mind about that if you give me a chance. Why? Because I would really like to plow your field. Does that work, Hal? Does that did, would that work on you, Allison? That. Is that how Brian got you? Would be like, hey, I'm Brian. I'd really like to plow your field. I would have kicked him in the ding dong. Well, he did ask me to go find him in the X-ray room. So. <laughs> oh well, that's a whole other thing. Well, that's that's that's. that's, that's <laughs> it's like he's known me forever. <laughs> um, so I was gonna mention that that like he like Hal just kind of like tried to sell himself as like a good. How southern boy trying to bang everybody with trying the to southern bang everybody boy in this this southern charm and the bucket breaks and she goes you're you're not too handy like you said you were and he's like the the rope was rotten everybody could know that except you didn't look at it and so then she tries to like then she drops the flashlight because they were looking for the thing and she was like being all non like not committal about stupid, it stupid girl stupid girl drops it in there and they're like well now what gee wilkers now what that's and, exactly what he said yes <laughs> 
pretty sure that's an exact quote from the movie. Dang gummit. Dang gummit. <laughs> and uh, and his little like straw fell out of his mouth. <laughs> so a piece of one single piece of straw. Yeah, put down his corn cob pipe. Put down his corn cob pipe. I like how like we're we're selling him as like this southern hick when he's like the one that wants to be like the lawyer or the banker or whatever. No, he's no, like, he's like he's I'm, yeah, he's like Dallas oil yeah. money. He's like oil, he wants to be like oil money is yeah. what he wants to be. So they they see like little rungs on on the side of the well and they say, Oh well, we, let's just climb oh, on well. down. <laughs> well, let's just climb down the well and climb on down. And Hal's like, I'm not going to do that. I may get my loafers dirty. And she's like, fine, I'll do it. And what is her name? Nikki? Yeah, she's climbing on down. And she's climbing on down. But just like the rope, the, the little rungs are, are rusted and rotted too. So they start coming out. And she's like falling into the, the well. And uh, uh, Hal puts his hand down. Oh, can't get her. And she falls into the water in the well. Mm-hmm. And that's when craziness happens. And this yeah. is the part where it's a little bit of suspension of disbelief because now dead bodies start popping out of the water. Yeah. Well, well, parts anyway. Two dead heads and a dead body. Hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, wait a minute. We just saw Skips over there. We know that Bips has got Tree Snake. So what? What? what when did these get here? The, like it was two seconds ago. This just this happened. Was it though? Was it though? Was it though? Was it though? Because everyone had a good costume change at this point. Well, that's true. <laughs> I shouldn't assume. Right. There was a costume change for a lot of people. People were out of their beach and soccer attire and were onto a new outfit at this point. So some time has elapsed. Sometime has a- afternoon left. clothes. Plenty of time to decapitate, put heads in a well, uh-huh. and not and be apparently seen. Apparently, kill Nan and throw her. And kill Nan. <laughs> Again, getting um, the short shrift, Nan. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then, uh, Hal decides to be the hero and start climbing down the well to try to save Nikki. Yeah. And he's like, "Come on, come on! You know, you gotta, gotta get up!" And like, he can't reach her because he doesn't want to get his loafers wet. Yeah. <laughs> and so he can't reach her. But he gets her. Yeah. They get out. They get out. Yeah. No, I love that scene. It's like perfection for me. It was very good. And I thought it was very well shot because, like, you had, like, the view, like, from the well up. You could, like, I knew what was going on, yet it was uh-huh. still dark. And I liked that. Like, you could yeah. visually see what was going on. You know, sometimes, like, that other one where it was, like, the in, in uh, Slaughter High where we had to, like, go into, like, the poop well. 
<laughs> that one was shot terribly. Yeah. Oh, another running thing. So we got exploding. We have exploding, exploding smoke holes. Mm-hmm. And, like, people falling into wells. Uh-huh. Okay. Fine. One being a poop well, one being a dead body well. <laughs> well, I'm sure the dead body might have pooped in the well. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I think so, I, when I saw it in the theater, it's like it uh, again. It was opening night, and the audience was screaming <laughs> for like the whole scene, like the whole damn scene. So, like to hear an audience scream for like three and a half minutes straight <laughs> is pretty awesome because it keeps building on itself. Yeah. Because it's bad enough that, oh, okay, oh, oh, gosh, oh, my gosh, it's really tense because she's going down and, oh, they look really rickety. I don't like this. Oh, the rungs are rickety. And, oh, shit, it fell. Oh, my God, she fell. Oh, my God, there's a head. Oh, no, that's really bad. Oh, there's another head. Oh, my God, that's bad. <laughs> there's a body and a head and another head. <laughs> and she's trying to get out and more rungs are coming out and you're thinking this is they're all going to die and then they don't. They don't. They, they don't. don't. But those heads and body parts look pretty bad. I'm not going to lie, though. <laughs> Can't fool me. One star on the Allison star meter. <laughs> One. Those did not look like good heads. Uh-huh. <laughs> get with it. <laughs> get, with it get with the time. Wow, she's really harsh. This is what happens when she doesn't get boobs. She's all like, man. <laughs> she's, yes, yeah, she's a very harsh critic. You know, boobs, like, just, like, satiate. They placate her. They're, they're her catnip. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you can get away with a lot if you show her a lot of boobs in a movie. Uh-huh. Very true. Very, very true. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but and the then, thing that's happening he, in all of us as well is that <laughs> Muffy's not acting herself. Yeah, she's she not. starts acting really weird the next morning after the uh, Drubble Glass Toast Night. Because, you know, M- M- the Muffy up, that we met weird. on the first day, she's super glamorous and witty and smart and cool. And then the next morning, she's she's wearing that that plaid schmata thing with the scalp. A color and a yeah, it's and a brown color. and a brown brown pullover sweater. Mess, no, like she's been in the woods. And uh-huh. her orthopedic shoes. <laughs> orthopedic shoes. These were specially made for me. <laughs> like, oh, this is what she's like at home. Well, at first, that's kind of what I thought. At first, I was like, oh, we're seeing into the lives of the real rich and famous. You know, <laughs> you know, it's kind of like when you have you see like Jim Carrey picking his nose or something like, come right, on. Right. Well, they already they would already had that joke when they were talking at dinner and they're like, wow, you've really outdone ourselves with plastic sporks and napkins with bunnies on them. And we're having Frank and beans. <laughs> <laughs> Our very own place settings with our very own place cards and here's her little dolly. This is like an Agatha Christie. And sporks. Sporks. And napkins with little bunnies on them. Gee, Muff, you really spared no expense. Or not. How do you think Daddy made his money? The old-fashioned way. He inherited it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about the Franken beans. Yeah, and she says, well, how do you think we made our money? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We inherit it and we don't spend it on friends. (laughs) (laughs) So yes, this could very well be that. But there's little clues that are happening as well. Like she's getting people's names wrong. I'm not worried about those two. Skip and Art. They're probably playing some kind of stupid trick. Yeah, Yeah, she called Arch something different at one point. She called him Art. Yeah. Oh, see, I didn't recognize that because I didn't know anybody's name. <laughs> and I was like, does this movie not even follow? <laughs> I wasn't like, sure if that was me... a choice or a mistake. Yeah. Because I didn't know. 
I just rolled with it. Once we get to the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, of course. Yeah. Uh-huh. And the thing is, when I saw it the first time, I was I was tracking all this. I'm, I'm tracking it like a whodunit. And I was mm-hmm. getting very confused because I'm going, okay, it's clearly not the guy right. on the boat. It's not It's not Fairy Hand. <laughs> it's not Buck the Fairy Hand. Buck the Fairy Hand because that's too obvious. But we've seen now in a couple of scenes, well, particularly in the scene with um, Biff in the snare with the snake, that whoever came up to oh, him was yeah, wearing yeah. heavy boots and work pants. Yes. And I said, okay – and now everything's pointing towards Muffy, that Muffy's acting weird, but Muffy's not wearing that. She's wearing nurse shoes and that hideous plaid skirt. <laughs> so I'm wearing, I was baffled. Mm-hmm. And the, the boots keep showing up later when uh, um, uh, when he pops when the killer pops out from behind a door to get Nikki, it's those boots again. Oh, yeah, it is. So I was very confused. Like, what is going on? Uh-huh. I was like, so she is changing shoes to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> She's putting on a pair of pants. I don't yeah, put on so, my because I don't want to get this pretty dress dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after everyone's rescued from the well and and night night suddenly descends, they call the police. Well, they've been trying and to the, call the police. They haven't been able to get through. Yeah, they finally get through. Is that police line always busy? Well, they couldn't the get always. no. They couldn't get anything. They couldn't get through to the mainland. Yeah, yeah water police very busy. The wa- water police very busy. <laughs> well, you know when you're on a when you're on an island like that and there's water everywhere. There's just lots a lot of water. You gotta keep. keep it's a lot keep of water. Line. Keep track. It's a lot of water. <laughs> well, and here's the thing: like, what number were they dialing on their old timey phone? It was one of those like roto dial phones. Uh huh. And I was like, is he dialing nine one one? Because he's not dialing three numbers. He's dialing four numbers. Probably not. When you're getting in exclusive areas like that. Remote. Is it four numbers? I mean, it. You might have like one number to get to the mainland to get to a switchboard. Maybe like oldie sure. timey switchboard like stuff. And it is the yeah. yeah. Okay, because I was like, wait, you're because that's a place where that's a place where you don't want to be contacted if you're at if you're at the the Saint John Estate. You were there to escape the world. <laughs> you don't want to be bothered by the ringing telephone. But it, they think it's Buck and and in the. Water policeman even says, "No, I've been with Buck at the hospital all day." And uh, they actually like show him a shot of him at, like, the, at hos- the hospital, uh-huh. which it kind of brings up a continuity error later. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then where was wait? Where was he calling? If he was calling, just like the re- did, did was there like a hop, skip, and a jump? Did he have to like call the switching company like? Klondike 5100 or whatever, and then they were like, hold on, let me yeah, see where the Lily aqua Tom police is. Hey, aqua him. police, where's he scheduled to be right now? At the hospital? Let me patch you into the hospital. <laughs> Which phone is he near? Let me patch you into that phone. Like, where? how do we get in touch with him at the hospital is what I want to know. It's so confusing to me. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, I'm just, I'm just putting that in the elaborate work that went into this thing. <laughs> I mean, because they, I mean, in the elaborate gag that we had, they had to figure out how to clog up the waters on cue. Oh, yeah. Yes. Otherwise, the story doesn't progress. And sometimes the lines work, sometimes they don't. So somebody's playing with the, with the switchboard all the time. So, I mean, there's lots of stuff happening behind the scene that we don't know about. And that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. But you guys are no fun. It doesn't follow. <laughs> he was at the hospital. That's commitment. <laughs> But the police chief says... You know what? He was hey, probably checking to see how Raina was doing, if she was out of her coma yet, and if she was going to be killing any more cheaters. 
He wanted to see how, how Nurse Thong was doing. <laughs> he was looking for That's the a deep cut, room. kids. That's a deep cut. <laughs> nice. That is a deep cut. He was looking for that x-ray room. But the police chief says he's going to come fire up a flare because, of course, there's no boats on the island because the police guy took one. Uh-huh. The only Muffy's boat. Uh-huh. So he says, stick all together. Don't, do, like, don't trust Muffy. Yeah. And yeah. uh, watch for my uh, flare. Yeah, make sure nobody's alone, down. especially with Muffy. Yeah. And they're all and like, what? A lot of- what? And Muffy does not want to hang out with the rest of them anyway. No, because she has to be all weird and creepy. And what about Muffy? She's been acting less than normal anyway. What do you mean? You've been all day and you haven't noticed? Well, who isn't? Those nurse's shoes. What nurse's shoes? The clod arbor she's been walking around in today. I mean, crepe soles. Uh, she was arguing with Nan in the hall before you and Rob came back alone from the woods about something Nan found in her room. Something about an abortion. I found something in my room, too. Well, I don't think it was intended for me. Oh, really? (laughs) Oh, fuck you, Chaz. What did you find? I didn't find anything. We're just supposed to believe that, right? That's right. I spent the night with Nikki. Harv, what about you? What about me? What's your little secret, huh? I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, come on, Sporto. I came into your room last night. You were jumping around like your ass was on fire. Well, that was nothing. That was just some, some newspaper clippings of some car accidents. Nothing personal in that, I suppose? No, who hadn't had a car accident? It's a common thing. I haven't. Oh, knock it off, Chaz. See, what I want to know is how did Muffy find out about this stuff and why... Stop it! Just stop it, you guys! What's wrong with us? What happened to our talk about friendship and undying loyalty? Do you know what we're saying? We're actually sitting here discussing the possibility that Muffy, a very good friend of all of ours, has invited us all here this weekend to... I'm going upstairs. Muffy, listen, we should all stay together. This is my home. I'll be in my room. Yup. So nobody listens to that and they all split up and start exploring rooms. <laughs> and that's where we see a picture of two young kids uh, standing next to each other like twins. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because Kit, uh, uh, Amy Steele, they're, uh, they were going around locking doors and windows and stuff. Yeah. And she's in the father's study and she sees the twins. Mm-hmm. And then Muffet mm-hmm. comes and- in like, this is my father's study. It's my father's study. Oh, um, I just came in to make sure that everything was secure. I had to lock those windows. Good idea. Sometimes, with the tides, it could take somebody all night to get here from the mainland. And even then, sometimes, they don't make it. What are you doing in here? I was locking the windows. Good idea. Because yeah. the tides. I like how it was a compliment. No, it was, it was a compliment. That's a good idea. Well, thanks. Thanks. Oh, then everybody. The, here's the thing, though. And then everybody just dies really quickly. Mm-hmm. Like, once you get to the part where other people. Like, it took yeah. a really long time for Skip. It took a really long time for Biff Tannen. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just kind of like. 
Nan dies off camera. Nan and now dies it's, off camera. It's killing people. Now everybody's like, and you're just like running into random rooms, and up oh, there's there's dead hell just hanging there. How you die like that? I I don't know. We didn't see it. There's Chaz <laughs> in his gimp mask with uh, apparently his wiener cut off. Stabbed <laughs> in a penis. Stabbed in a pee pee. Nikki, come on. Nikki, come on. Don't give me any of this. Nikki, come on. What are you doing? doing look stay if you like lock your door dig a trench hang out but once i leave this place i'm never coming back you're supposed to all stay together oh yeah that has been real effective okay, what do you so what are you gonna do huh waltz down to the end of the pier by yourself uh check your bags with the porter and wait for a stray ocean liner to happen by and pick you up oh <laughs> stay here any more what if the constable never even shows? Then I'll swim all the way back to the mainland if I have to. Okay, you relax. Oh, great. Three people are dead and you are telling me to relax. Nikki, just wait a minute, okay? Nikki, look at me. Nikki, look at me! Okay, I know you've been through a lot. We have all been through a lot. Am I nervous? Yes. Am I a little bit scared? Yes. But am I running around like a chicken with its head cut off? Oh, nice image. And it's not like you're just like walking into like these weird murder tableaus in these different rooms. I'm like, whoa, how did that happen? I would have like liked to see that. Uh-huh. You know, like how did like like okay, the wiener stabbing one I get. Okay, that was self evident. <laughs> he got stabbed in the wiener. Well, wearing a get mask. Well, wearing a get mask. But the one with Hal, he was like hanging, and his feet were like bound. He's hogged, hogtied. <laughs> He was like hot tied, like but hanging from the ceiling. Like the Texas pig he was, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to see that, mm-hmm. and I and then I was waiting for like someone to be like killed in the boathouse again, like kind of like in that one the the slaughter high one where they're fixing the tractor. Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. I, like I was waiting to like see stuff like that, but really we're just walking into like murder tableaus. Yeah, it's just it's Kit and Rob who are finding everybody murdered. Finding everybody murdered. And they 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 spend some time in the attic where they see all the dolls again, uh-huh. laid out kind of how they've uh, been murdered. All the other. Yeah. Again, yes. Agatha Christie nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. But then they see the flare go up. I assume that's yeah. why the screen goes red. I wasn't sure if that was artistic choice. There's like. No, no, it's probably the flare. No, it's the flare. So they run down to the boat, and the cop is nowhere to be seen. But yeah. they decide, fuck the aqua cop. We're going to take his boat and leave, and the boat won't start. No, there's no keys. There's no keys. Oh, there's no keys. That's right. That's and then right. they said, oh, but wait, remember, look, maybe there's keys. Oh, and look, a letter. Oh, yeah, the letter. And that was so weird. Pursuant to our previous communications, please be advised that the patient under discussion is still not been found return to custody is now believed to be attempting to return to a home in your jurisdiction if encountered exercise extreme caution and notify us immediately this st john has been a patient here for three years and is still considered incorrigibly unstable and extremely dangerous miss st john muffy hasn't been in an institution for three years she's been at vassar all about Muffy how. hasn't been in an institution for the past four years. She's been at Vassar. Vassar. <laughs> Which and is Vassar. also an institution, but it's an institution of learning. 
<laughs> Basher. I was like, all right. So she's so, a, that- so she's a lesbian. Okay, great, good. Good for Muffy. <laughs> That's why they named her Muffy. <laughs> oh, Alice. Muffed her, muff dive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, so then they start looking for the keys, and that's when they get cornered by the killer. No, first they find like a measuring like height. Oh yeah, they go. Yeah, they, they want they, they, the doors locked. The doors are closed. Yes, which they left open, so they don't want to go in the front way. So they find an open window in the basement. And they yes. go in the basement and they see those markings on the wall, like height measuring for children for M and B. M and Muffy, B. Muffy and, and Buffy. Buffy, Muffy and Buffy, Muffy and Buffy, and so now, like now, she's figured it all out. Kit figured it all out because the letter had said, you know, Miss St. John has been a patient, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. She's on the lookout for her. She's escaped. So now we know that Miss St. John is on Dangerous. the loose, but it can't be Muffy because we've been in school with her. It's Buffy. Oh my God, it's not Muffy. It's her twin sister, Buffy. Oh my God, the picture of the girls in the study, that letter, and what the constable was trying to tell you. It's not Muffy, it's her twin sister, Buffy. She's got a twin sister. Rob, don't you see? Rob! But Rob is just like... He's not hearing a word of it because there's that painting from the bedroom. Yes. Staring at them, but now there's human eyes peeking out. Got cute little kitty cat eyes. And they move the painting, and what's behind it? A weird-looking head! And it's supposed to be Muffy's head. It's Muffy's head. But it had this really grotesque, like, facial expression. It was the one time I want to see. I want to see when you get decapitated. I want to see what butaceous, like, Mona Lisa (laughs) face you have, okay? It's just going to be all smiles and dimples on (laughs) mine. I don't know. But that was the one that I kind of... Of all, like, you know, they had the cat jump scare. They Uh had the heads in the well and stuff Uh like that. This is the one where I kind of went, ugh. Okay. I love so that, that she, ca- she it caught it. It was such a grotesque facial expression with the mouth uh-huh. that I was just like, "Oh, geez, okay." Uh-huh. Now we're now we're really in this. All and right. the head so, falls and Kit catches it. She catched it and fumbled it for like ten seconds, like whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> which is totally what would happen. Like uh-huh. I totally appreciate that. Like that's what you would do if a random head was like tossed at you. <laughs> you would like fumble it. You'd be like, "What's going on? Oh my god!" <laughs> So I appreciate the honesty. So Buffy is now stalking yeah. Kit and Rob. And at one point, Rob gets locked in the spice closet. Uh-huh. Where does he get? Like the pantry the closet. Pantry. pantry, yeah. The spice closet with the spice girls. <laughs> and they uh, he can't get out because they pushed a little lock down at the bottom of the, the door. Uh-huh. Um, Buffy is coming straight after Kit. Who goes into the dining room, opens the door again, and... But wait, it's funny because, like, Rob is, like, being like, run, run, I love you, (laughs) I love you. And it was really tense. Like, I was, like, kind of on the edge of my seat because she's, like, running back and forth. She's actually, like, it's what you would actually do if you were, like... Being stalked by being some crazy person. And at one point, Buffy, like, jumps up on the table like this crazy, like, cat thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, what the heck is going to happen? Stop! Ah! He's just like... 
How is this going to resolve? What's yeah. going to go? I'm like, oh my gosh, how is this going to resolve? And then that's when we open the door. And from and here on, here there be spoilers. If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. Find it. It's a great movie, despite what these two say. But after <laughs> this, it's all going to be ruined. Okay? So you've got five seconds and a one and a two and a three and a four, and a five, and if you're not gone by now, it ain't my fault. So the door's open, and what happens? Everybody, all their friends are just sitting there. They're just sitting there, like, reading the newspaper, and... It's weird how they're not reacting at all. But nobody reacts. So I'm sitting there, and I'm thinking, is this, like, another, like, mind F trick? Is this, like, a painting? Is this a hologram? I thought it might be projections projections from, like, what Chaz was filming. I was like, how is this? And then all of a sudden, they all look over and they start laughing. Uh, okay. And they're like, we gotcha! Uh-huh. April Fool's! The Meanwhile, what? whole so- thing has been an elaborate April Fool's, April Fool's Day joke. Uh-huh. Ha 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 ha! really funny, you guys! <laughs> really funny. Fuck you! <laughs> So now here's where my mind goes because I'm like, okay, now Kit knows, but Rob is still in mm-hmm. the, the, the spice closet. <laughs> the He's closet. still stuck in the spice closet. With posh and, and sporty. <laughs> with scary spice. Oh, and, naturally. <laughs> and then Buck comes in with his crazy eyes and stuff and he's like going, oh my God, oh my God. And Buck like takes his makeup off and puts it on Rob. Like, because he wasn't really hurt. He's no. part of the prank too. Yeah, he's Rob been a was whole not part of the thing. Calming down, despite how much Buck is like, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. Would you be I calming down? <laughs> Would <Yeah>. you? Be- <laughs> Kid, I love you. Kid, I love you. <laughs> I love you too, babe. <laughs> Rob was gonna like bust out of that spice cabinet and just murder everyone. I thought I thought Rob was go- actually gonna kill Buck at that moment. Yeah, I thought he was gonna because he doesn't know yet. I thought he was just gonna come out, start killing people for real, and that was gonna be like the oh shoot, we shouldn't have pranked people mm-hmm. like trick. But Buck, co- but Rob comes out and then he finally realizes like, oh, you guys suck. This was all a trick. It was all a trick this whole time. And you find out that Muffy is putting this whole thing together because she is getting this house, which was the whole reason why everybody was coming over. Yes. She was inheriting this house. But her father was like, you need to find a way to like have this be like sustain- like yeah, sustainable. Yeah, taxes right. and everything. So yeah. she's going to make it like a murder mystery retreat weekend. And this was like her dry run. Right. And so she couldn't tell anybody. And it was this whole ha 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 ha. And like... The, the the ferryman wasn't really a ferryman. Well, he... Oh, no, he, the, yeah. they, they were, 
Yeah. There was a guy who drove the ferry, was the real ferryman, but the guy who he got was, injured, Buck, was actually a special effects artist. Yes. Yeah. And then you have the cop. He's not really a cop. He's like a distant uncle or whatever. And like... Well, we find out Skip's not a distant cousin. cousin. He's the actual twin of Buffy. He's, but it's a brother. Buffy's twin. Yes. yes. So Buffy's such a weird name for a boy. Everybody's just like, but... oh, man, this is great. And then they start drinking and playing Mama Told Me. <laughs> Mama told me not to come. Mama told me. And I'm like, is this how this movie ends? <laughs> Is this how this movie ends? Because that would be awesome. Like, I was expecting, like, credits to roll. Uh-huh. We forgot to mention the very beginning yes, you of did. this movie. And that's fine. That's fine. Because um, I just wanted to backtrack a bit. Seeing this in the movie theater, you could have heard a fucking pin drop. Really? <laughs> People oh, were so when those shocked. doors opened. I remember just going, what? what? Oh, she's lost her mind. <laughs> this poor girl has lost her mind. What's happening wait what because it's such a drawn out reveal yes they don't immediately go for the april fool's day they let you sit in it for a good minute she has to turn all yeah. the way around and look at muffy and even muffy doesn't give it away right right away yeah. she stabs it's herself in the hand with the fake knife and then springs back and she's like ah, la, la, la. <laughs> funny ha, ha, ha. and even oh. then they're not going because she's kids sitting there going oh ha ha yeah. Ha, 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 ha. That's very funny. And nobody's saying anything until she tells him to fuck off. And then they all say April Fool's Day. And you could have heard a pin drop. You could have heard a pin drop. Oh, I bet. People were baffled. It, was a it took great so reveal. long. We were thinking, it, like Brian said, we were thinking it was some kind of like projection some or like trick, weird yeah. tableau. Like, we thought this was another trick. Mm-hmm. Like, because we, we didn't believe it ourselves. We were there like, was no, actually a time portal in the door. Yeah. <laughs> did we? Did the DeLorean show up? Is that what we just did? Well, yeah, Biff um, brought the DeLorean. Biff brought the DeLorean. Um, but it was it was weird because then they all just get drunk. To Mama told me not to come, uh-huh. yeah. and credits do not roll. It no, keeps going, and I'm like, hmm. And okay. we get a callback to the very first scene of the movie, which we forgot to talk about. Right, yeah. but dinky, dinky, ding, dinky, dinky, ding, dinky, ding, yes, dinky, dinky, ding. <laughs> There's this really creepy Jack in the box, and at the very beginning of the movie, that, which we yes. forgot to talk about, there's this creepy, creepy Jack in the box at like her birthday party or something, yeah, yeah. and she's, you know, and, and Jack in the box are creepy as heck. And oh, I actually made the joke at the beginning. I was like, is this gonna be like Drop Dead Fred? Yeah. <laughs> because he comes out of a, a Jack, Jack in the box. box. Yeah. I was like, is this gonna be like Drop Dead Fred? Because in the beginning, she's, you know, as a little kid, she's winding the little thing and. And like, out pops like this crazy like alien monster yeah. thing, and I was like, "Whoa, what am I in store here for?" And then they go to her in the present, ready to meet her friends, and she twists the little thing up until the point where it would pop out, and then she puts the jack in the box back on the shelf. Uh-huh. Cut Leaves to everybody being crazy on a boat. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So now, now we so, have now we have the yes. Go, now after the whole like. Mama told me not to come, and everybody yeah. having sex with severed heads and stuff. They're all, yeah, that, that was my favorite. Where Chaz was like, "Oh no, you don't know, no, no," and he just like puts it right on his crotch. I'm like, "All right." Um, so they all get wasted, and they go back, and it's Muffy in her room, and like she's totally wasted on champagne, and she sees a little gift on the bed. Yes, she opens the gift, and it's it's a it's a Jack in the Box. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. And she goes, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-
And then she makes it goes, Duh! and the little like Jack pops out. And it's a little Jester Jack. It's a little it's not Jester a little Jack. Demon it's not time. a demon this time. But then, was it Nan? Nan. Was, was that who it was? Yeah. Nan comes up behind her and like gets a knife around her throat to slash her throat and is like, ah! And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And then April Fool's again, it was all fake. Mm-hmm. It was a fake knife with fake blood and they're just like, oh, you. And then the jester winks. <laughs> and the jester winks. <laughs> movie over and the goofiest fucking song I've ever heard in a movie plays. <laughs> <laughs> We need a clip of that. Like that, oh, that you know, I'll be, your- yeah, I'll be playing that. I don't know if it's that, but really, really, after that April Fool's Day song that you love so much. <laughs> yes. It needs to be my ringtone. It's so weird. Um, but overall, it had a lot of good moments in it. I didn't know exactly what I was in for. Yeah, didn't have any idea where anything was headed most of the time. Which was good. Yeah. Which was good. But... Like, giving it the 30-second elevator pitch without spoiling it. Very difficult. If you didn't have that twist, it would just be kind of a bland, like, yeah. you know, 80s yeah. whodunit murder. And you'd yeah. be like, oh, okay. And you'd go home happy because you know what you got. This, I really like that twist at the end. Yeah. Uh-huh. I was like, holy, holy cow. That's amazing. And then the one, like, song that they actually bought... And they're all dancing around. It was yeah. awesome. That yeah. scene was amazing. That was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I really think they just should have ended it on Mama Told Me Not to Come. I don't yeah. think we needed the Jack in the Box. Could have well, cut that cut, well, cut that out. Maybe there was something I missed oh, on I, I You there's... have no idea how much is missing. How much is missing? Oh, okay, well, first of all, let me just say that once that scene happened, this final scene happened, you realize it's all a joke. I said, that's why there's no gore. Yeah. They didn't cut it. There isn't any. Because no one's really dead. Because nobody's really dead. That's why. Now it makes sense. Now I get it. But the thing is, I bought, because I being the total little hard nerd that I was, I bought the movie tie-in novel back in the day. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm reading it, la, 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 and it gets to the last scene, la, 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 la. And I'm like, okay, okay, there's still like 100 pages left. Oh, wow. There is a whole lost section of the movie it was never filmed but it was written they rejected it that everybody leaves and they decide some some of them decide to go back and scare muffy and now someone's killing them for real oh oh wow and it's not good even in the book i'm like this is lame it was skip it was skip it was still like um i'm the i'm the relative everybody hates so i have to kill all of muffy's friends it was was skip it was Skip uh, who killed everybody. I thought you were going to say it was like the Jack in the Box. But the movie, <laughs> as or, since it was gone, it needed a button at the end, so they came up with the Jack in the Box thing. So that was added on. Mm. It felt added on. It felt added on. And you could justify I'm like, I can't get it. That's the one thing that she's really scared about, and the only person who knows about it is Nan, and Nan is the one who got hurt really bad. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense. So Nan was Nan in on it? No, Nan was no, in on no. it. No, everyone got in on it after they got. No, Nan. I mean, Nan got her. hurt by the whole abortion thing, like that. Crying, that clue yeah. hit too close. Right, but she went and like, conf- like Nan went up and confronted Muffy slash Buffy uh-huh. earlier in the movie, being like, "Did you do that to hurt me?" Mm-hmm. And then at the end, when she's like kind of playing the trick on Muffy at the end, I was like, "Did she kind of know what was going on?" And then she was like, "Hey, that took it too far." Yes. And that's why she confronted, like, did she know? Because, like, she put that prank together real quick for a book nerd. (laughs) 
You know, like she yeah. had that knife ready to go, fake blood ready to go. Well, like, I'm pretty sure that there are fake knives and blood and shit laying all over that house. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's the St. John residence. You can just like – if you just like, I need a jack-in-the-box that winks and you hit the button <laughs> and it just like comes out. But why was the jack-in-the-box at the beginning a monster? Because her parents were dicks. Because, okay. you, you know, you had I, oh my, you see clearly you didn't know my brother and all. Say they were classic for doing shit like that. Let's scare the hell oh, out yeah. of the child who's way too young. Or this kind gotcha. of joke. So just purely for the, the shock of it. Uh huh. Gotcha. I did jump at it, but that's just because Jack in the Box scare me in general. They're evil. They're creepy. They're evil and creepy. And anytime there's a Jack in the Box, I always like clench my fists <laughs> instantly. And it was really messed up when they had it in Drop Dead Fred because I love Drop Dead Fred, but that Jack in the Box scared me. So if the Jack in the Box went off and it was just a boob that popped out, how would you feel about that? Oh, my God. I would be so conflicted. <laughs> I would have to go to therapy. I'd be so conflicted. A boob in the box. <laughs> a boob in a box. It's a boob in a box. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy the way – I'm glad they didn't film any. And the thing is uh, – a lot of the it would have gore- ruined it if they filmed it. You're right. Yeah. I'm glad they ended it the way they did. Yeah, it would too much. The movie's over. Like what? Another yeah. half hour? No, 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 no. Done. Mm-hmm. Just get out of here. And it wasn't yeah. enough for a sequel. And Agreed. whatever. It was totally lame. But no, I love this little movie. It was real it's fun. A good movie. It was real fun. I was just sour. Uh-huh. Like obviously. Uh huh. Pitted was well. I told you there was a boob. You have to go back. There is a boob. There is one boob. There's a boob, and then there's like a black hole where a vagine should be. It's the, sti- <laughs> it's the sticker. You have to put a sticker over that kind of thing on the cover no, of the adult magazine. It looks magazine. like a weird black gaping hole. They could have picked like a star of like a dollar nine to nine price tag. You know, like they do in Vegas. You know, when they're like when when those oh, creepy guys are card. like smacking those cards at you to go take an escort, and, and it's like. Weird, like next to like homeless people smacking cards for you to take so you can call an escort. Uh-huh. Their their nipples and their front holes and back holes <laughs> are usually start out with like number one rated, or yeah. you know. And I'm like, wow, that's a number one rated b hole. That's awesome. <laughs> How did you get the vote on that? Oh, like hundred people survey. Survey committee? says ding. Yeah, who's, who's on that committee? Is what I wanted to know. And how do I become a part of it? <laughs> But um, I snorted. the fact that it was just this gaping black hole, I was yeah. like, oh, that's not what I want to see. Way to go, art department. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can you re- come up with something better. You'll just have to write the editors of Boudoir Magazine and complain about it. <laughs> like, why didn't you just put, like, a New England clam on that or something? <laughs> like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. put, a, put a nice big quahog on there, you know. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Dad, you raised a good kid. That's all I have to say. You raised a good kid. Oh, one of those severed heads. Just put a severed head on it. <laughs> put a sever- yeah, put a severed head on it. But I, I was like, you know, the guy at the end where they were like, he's a master effects artist. I was like, don't pat yourself on the back too hard, guy. Well, that was one of the things they said, too. He's like, well, these are just some old special effects. 
that I had left over that I fixed up with the help of some of Muffy's photographs. I said, that's not how those things work. Yeah. <laughs> totally not. It's like, don't pat yourself on the back too that's much, That's not how that works, but okay. Sure. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Whatever. Sure. Would you drive the story along? Just keep moving. Keep it moving. Tracks. Keep moving. Uh-huh. It tracks in the movement. It tracks. Uh-huh. But no, I really did like it because at first I was like, is this kind of like a pranky one? Is this funny? Where's my boobs? I was promised boobs. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, okay. This is going to be... and And... I thought I had it figured out like three different times. I was like, okay, obviously it's going to be Buck. And then it wasn't. Oh, okay, it's obviously going to be, you know. This twin. The, the, this twin, that this boy twin somewhere. And then I'm like, but wait, the twin is a girl? Oh, okay. And then it was all just an elaborate prank. Uh-huh. So I went on a real big roller coaster. And I really enjoyed it. Yeah. It been better with boobs. Well, everything's better with boobs. <laughs> everything's better with boobs. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're the fool. You did it afternoon. I, I just feel like, did he send us the wrong movie called April Fools? Did he send us like a censored cut? Did he know that what we got? Oh, it was a prank all along. Uh, oh. No, but it didn't start that way. Please remember that it started in a morphine-induced panic <laughs> on day three of my hospital stay. Good save. Good save. <laughs> My goodness. But no, I really liked it. I would, uh, I'd never seen this movie before, as I haven't seen a lot of horror movies. Yeah. But, um, or at least old horror movies. I've seen newer horror movies, but not like the, the old horror movies. But I thoroughly enjoyed this one, and I would absolutely recommend it. Yes. They did an Watch absolute shit remake. Did they? Maybe did, five did, years ago. That was supposed to be a remake of this? Not a completely different movie with the same title? Uh, uh. It's got a lot of the same people involved behind the scenes, and I oh, think wow. they're pitching it as you know. We know how these fucking modern remakes are. Half the time, they take you know the title and like one concept and throw the rest out. And it's kind of yeah. like that, and that movie is just awful. Ah, mm. yeah, it's awful. But this one's because that was rich people who are obnoxious. These are rich people who are obnoxious, but yet for some reason, I also liked them. <laughs> yes. 80s rich people were different. Oh, they were, I mean, and yeah, because that was the thing. They were all nailing all that 80s attire, mm-hmm. but not in an ironic way. I'm like, you guys are right out of the fucking magazines. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's Chaz nothing to make fun of here. There's nothing to make fun of here. Nothing. Yeah. Chaz was that guy every girl wanted to bang in the 80s. And some like, guys. <clears throat> there was, and some guys. And some yeah. guys wanted to bang. <clears throat> and some guys. And some guys. And some guys. Um, and then, like, you had Biff, who was just kind of like your jockey kind of guy. Your dude bro, yeah. yeah. Yep, your dude bro. You had, you know, Hal, who's like the uppity, I'm wearing suits to school kind of guy. Like, it hit it hit it right on the head. And yeah. it, like you said, it wasn't ironic. It was just, this was a slice of the time. Yeah, and they looked comfortable in those clothes too. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's because they're rich. <laughs> they're all rich they're... and they're all bastards. They're like, this is a Paramount film. We don't have to settle for crappy outfits. <laughs> No, sir. I do think, yeah, I was a little taken aback. And also, you're probably, I also realized that Allison was probably taken aback that, that everybody wasn't 45. Yeah, they played appropriate ages, kind of. Uh-huh. Slightly close. older than they should have been, but that's yeah, that's okay. close. But not a lot older, yeah. Not a lot older. Not decades older. I was surprised. <laughs> yeah, I was surprised at that, and I was surprised as soon as I queued it up, and I was like, ooh, Paramount. <laughs> oh, you also liked it when it went from four by three to widescreen with oh, that yeah. mannequin being moved. I thought around. that was a really cool effect. It was a uh, they had it in like four by three, like smaller than four by three because yeah. it was supposed it's to supposed be, be like, like what high eight video. Camera. It was supposed yeah. to be what Chaz was filming, yeah. and it was all them just being goofy, like getting on the boat, mm-hmm. and then it cuts to 
Muffy in the basement. She's like dragging a a mannequin around, and as she's dragging the mannequin, it goes to sixteen by nine. Yeah. And uh, letterbox, and I was like, okay, as that was cool. As she drags the mannequin, yeah, as she up drags to the edge it. of the black, yeah. yeah, and it moves with where the she's dragging the mannequin. I was like, okay, that was kind of a cool. I like that. Nerd boner. <laughs> Nerd yep. boner. Nerd boner. <laughs> and the, the mannequin's boobs were out. Yes. I thought that mannequin stuff was going to pay off too, and the old lady at the beginning. Mm. Nope. No. Oh yeah, that weird old lady. I was like, is that her mom? Is that her no. aunt? Is that her roommate? It's Who is Clara. this? Clara. Clara was clearly the, you know, the maid or something. The maid. Is yeah. that what she was? The maid. Uh-huh. I was like, Who is this? Is that your mom? But then we find out that the mom's dead. dead yeah. So I'm like, It's not the mom. Is that the aunt? I don't know. Or is the mom dead? Who knows? It's a house of lies. It's like this built a house of lies. I cannot trust anything anymore. No. Brian, are you even Brian? Patrick, are you even Patrick? Is this even a podcast? I don't know. Those hot dogs weren't even hot dogs. They were chicken franks. <laughs> oh, the greatest injustice people. of all. Fucking rich people. And chicken all right. Franks. Thank you very much for joining me again, guys. It's been a pleasure having you for another Friday the 13th Spectacular. Yay! Yay! Thank you for having us. It's always a pleasure. You're Hopefully welcome. And I'm gonna, I have to realize I'm going to have to double down on boobs. Oh, you know what? I do have my apology set up. Oh, yeah. Allison. Um, yeah. I got it from Netflix today. Yeah. So next time you're on. Yeah. Dr. Giggles. <gasps> oh, she's been waiting for this. I have been saving watching Dr. Giggles for the show because <laughs> I have never seen Dr. Giggles. I said I she's going to be really, she's going to be really mad at me. So I have to make it out to her with Dr. Giggles, which I also yes. know has no boobs. So please don't be mad at me about that. I'm okay. going halfway for you. All right, all right. I, I'll, I can I can take no boobs for 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 some Doctor Giggles. Because then it'll be Doctor Jiggles. <laughs> Doctor Jiggles. Oh, that should be the remake. Doctor Jiggles, and instead of being like a crazy, because isn't he like a crazy dentist in Doctor Giggles? No, he's a doctor. Oh, he's just doctor. a regular doctor. It should be like a. No, it's not Doctor Giggles. DDS. <laughs> I thought it was like Doctor Isaac Yankum. Um, that's a wrestling pun, by oh, the way. Oh, uh, I, I know these things. <laughs> Doctor Isaac Yankum. But I was—it should be—they should do a remake, and he's like a plastic, evil plastic surgeon doctor, and he just like mauls people and doesn't kill them, but just like deforms them with crazy surgeries. Big titties. Yeah. That's why he's Doctor Jiggles. Doctor Jiggles, <laughs> or like just a huge button plants or something. <laughs> yeah, that's that's right. Let's write that one, guys. We every time we always come up with movies that we should write. We like every single episode, and then you. You don't and then we don't but these are gold someone write that and then have me on as like a consultant for dr jiggles <laughs> if that's not a porn already i don't know it better be it better be it better yeah be. let's write that let's write that porn <laughs> let's write that porn and then they bang <laughs> <laughs> and we're out <laughs> hey, so bad you're crazy as hell, so long it could have been swell together. So bad you're wacko, wacko. How sad your marbles are gone. gone. We could be dancing till dawn, but you're too weird for words. How did you get so strange? You were such a beautiful kid. Now you are so deranged. Was it mom and daddy? Something I did. Hey, 
Hey, Patrick, this is Dave from Boston, Massachusetts, not too far away. I may be your only middle-aged grandfather straight guy listener, but I uh, heard your little blurb on the Hysteria Continues, of which I'm a longtime fan, and I said, my God, I've got to listen to this guy, and I'm usually really selective about my podcasts. So, yeah, no, this is great. Uh loved uh, Terra Trains. That your friend's trailer had me in tears alone, and uh, that was a good one. Sorry to hear about your misfortune with trying to be nice to somebody and take him in. That's happened to a lot of us, but sounds like you'll hopefully recover. But anyways, what I wanted to call was about the Christmas Evil episode, which seems to be one that not a lot of people cover. Uh, I got that on a DVD, Diamond Division, along with Silent Night, Bloody Night. Not sure if you covered that one, too, but also a favorite. And my son and I... Uh, for on any kind of um, format, DVD, phone, um, whatever, uh, laptop, tablet, we have to watch that scene on Christmas Day when Harry says, or Harry hears, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about during the holiday party. It's just that, that killed us the first time we heard it. We've been listening to it forever, ever since years and years and years, at least 10 years. So, I mean, he's 22 now. Anyways, great podcast. Um, you know, I know you've heard this, but keep up the great work, and uh, I hope everything likes uh, works out for you, man, and uh, take care, and have a good 2018. I'll be listening. Bye-bye. Well, thank you, Dave. Thank you so much for calling. I'm pretty sure that you might very well be my only single, straight, middle-aged grandfather listener or something. I don't know. I don't, You know what? If you're not, you guys should form a support group or something. That would be cool. That'd be cool. But, um, yeah, Dave, I want to apologize because this voicemail has been sitting in my inbox since January. Because, you know, if you continue to listen, and hopefully you have, you know, I've been through a shit ton of nonsense th- since then. And keeping caught up with the show has been difficult. But I was just going through the inbox and finding what was gold. And there you were. Just sitting there glittering. Glittering in my box. And I said, I got to take that out of my box and share it with the world. Normally, I'm just sharing my box with the world. What are you talking about, Patrick? I don't know. Anyway, I apologize for keeping you waiting for so long to hear your call played back because not only was that a super nice, super sweet call, but you're also a first-time caller! Jingle bell, jingle bell, doing the jingle bells. I haven't played them in so long, and my God, that felt really good, Dave. (sighs) Yeah, okay, we're making it weird. And... Yes, The Hysteria Continues is an awesome show. I'm glad you found me through them. And I like your little tradition with your son. I don't really get it, but it's not for me to get. The fact that I don't get it makes it even cooler because this kind of thing, bringing families together, I like it, especially if it's with a really obscure horror movie that nobody else gets. Unique, baby. That's you. Unique. Thank you for calling, Dave, and and, and and hopefully I won't let you sit around for three months before I pay any attention to you next time. Bad daddy. Bad daddy. So that's going to wrap everything up for this episode. So if you want to be like Dave and make the show even cooler than it was going to be anyway, then what you need to do is pick up your phone and dial 917-720-2047. Or, if you prefer, you can write me at crew at screamqueens.com. And as always, that's Queens with a Z! You can find me on Facebook by doing a search on Scream Queens, where horror gets gay. I'm on Twitter at Scream Queens, and I'm on Instagram at Scream Queens Podcast. And if you are super adventurous, and if you want to help support the show in a brand new and exciting way, you can become a Patreon subscriber, which means you will get bonus episodes every month. 
Now, use different levels of subscription, but you will be getting, depending on what you sign up for, you will be getting the exclusive in on what's out in the theater right now, what you should be wasting your money on. So this week, Patreon subscribers are going to be getting my spoiler-free review of A Quiet Place. And later on in the month, the next tier of subscribers are going to be getting what is now a Patreon exclusive. And that is the recurring Nightmare Closet segment. Yeah, for the most part, kids, you won't be hearing the Nightmare Closet here anymore. And that's when I go back and revisit a movie that traumatized my childhood, something I haven't seen since. So this month, they're going to be hearing, as I relive... My childhood nightmare of watching Don't Look in the Basement. But again, that's only if you subscribe. And you can find out all the information at www.patreon.com slash screamqueens. So what's coming up for this month? Now, uh, I had to juggle some episodes here because initially what I was planning on doing was having a very special Easter episode. And having Kristen Petty and Dan Cohen from Killing Your Darlings to come on and talk about The Wicker Man. Because I figured that's a perfect episode for both Easter and April Fool's Day. But then I realized, oh my god, there's a Friday the 13th on the calendar. So that got bumped to the second half of the month. So you're going to be hearing all about the 1973 Wicker Man with Kristen and Dan. And that's going to be a great episode. So if you've got opinions on that, please call them in. Because I know you do. Because it's a love it or hate it movie. And... Those kids got lots to say. And coming up next month is my birthday, so uh, I don't know what I'm doing for the birthday show yet, but that's like three big episodes in a row. So I'm a little uh, leery. Just, you know, I'm diving back into this with both feet, and I'm kind of worried about getting overwhelmed. But I know there are uh, certain things that have to be addressed. We have a certain listener, uh, Mr. Steve, who has been dying for me to review the movie Solo, which is now finally available on Amazon Prime. So Steve is putting himself up against the wall. We're going to have to deal with that. And also, patron Crease is at the level of patronage where he gets to pick the movie that we talk about. So we'll have to pick, I have to find that movie and pick it. I can't even remember what it was right now. I got all his emails, but we're going to be doing that next month as well. So we're going to be taking care of his patronage. We're going to be putting Steve up against the wall. Hopefully we'll be getting Kitty Hendricks back to talk about that audiobook that I've been promising since January. And let's play catch up. And oh yeah, it's my birthday. Does anybody have any suggestions for a fun birthday movie to talk about? Because we've talked about, you know, Bloody Birthday. We talked about my Super Psycho Sweet 16. We did Happy Birthday to Me. And there's another birthday horror movie that you have a suggestion for. Let me know. Because I'm just not thinking. I'm just not thinking. As You know, because Daddy's tired. This has been... Uh, putting this episode together has been a lot of work. It's more work than usual. But it feels good to be back in, 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 in the driver's seat in a way that I wasn't for that last episode. Because uh, well, with the Limehouse Golem and um, Arbor Demon. That was really pushing through just to get something out to you guys. But now I'm doing it for real and it feels good to be doing it. And it's good to be home. And daddy's back one way or another. Daddy's back whether you like it or not. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers continue to make the world a creepier place. And never, ever forget the Scream Queen's golden rule. Fight or flight. Survive the night. 
Make it to the final reel, baby. Oh, yeah. Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches! <laughs>